Hi everyone, welcome back to Introduction to Talmud Eser Hasfirot from Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, the Baal Sulam. Last time we spoke about the answer to the first and second doubts from the beginning of the introduction. The first doubt was, I'm going to read it just from the book so I don't make a mistake. That a person who makes a, uh, a uh, who thinks that he can fulfill the entire Torah without the work of Kabbalah, without Sod. And the second question, the second doubt that a person can have was that don't you need to have uh, full knowledge of Gemara and, and uh, Shishastra Mishnah? and all the halakha before you start learning Kabbalah. So the answer to the first one was that it's just the opposite from the question. It's not just that you can, if you were able, as in if you were able to fulfill the entire Torah with, to fulfill the entire Torah for the right reasons, for Lishma, then you would obviously find the Sod itself. It would just come by itself because you're in the right path and you already fulfilled the entire Torah. So that's the answer to the first question. The second question, the second doubt that he brings at the beginning of the introduction, don't I have to first study a lot of Gemara and Halakha? So it, it says here, as we quoted before, that a person has to see if he's going in the right path and what kind of path is he going by? Is he waiting for the three years and five years to go by and not doing anything? Or is he trying in his three to five years uh, of learning from last time? Please go back to the class if you don't remember that three or five years of learning, lishma uh, or lishma, he has to see where he's at. And if you're not improving after those three to five years, you have to see where you have to go, which is what Rabbi Chim Vital said, as we mentioned last time. And so the first doubt is disproven. The second doubt is disproven. We're going to see the fourth and the fifth doubt in just a few uh, paragraphs. We're in Ot Kavzain 27. I'm in, in this version, Hagdamot Sulam. It gives us a little title. There are two parts to the wisdom of truth. The secrets or the hidden parts of the Torah. And the reasons or the tastes of the Torah, which is a mitzvah. It's a uh, commandment to reveal these parts. The second the second kind, the second, the, the, the tastes, the reasons. We're in Ot 27, just... Before we start, just remember, we disproved the first one by saying that if you were able to fulfill the entire Torah, Lishma, for the right reasons, for giving pleasure to the Creator, then you would already reach the level of Sod and you wouldn't have to uh, fulfill the entire Torah to get the Sod. As in, it, it just happens on its way to getting Lishma. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna review it. I'm gonna read it inside. Vinera takushi arishom. We say the first kushishim dimi tatzman sheyicholim nekaim kol Torah kola gambli diat chokmat kabbalah. So the people who think that they can fulfill the entire Torah without learning kabbalah, hinei ani omer lahem. I would say to them, Rav Ashlag says, Ad Rabba, just the opposite. Im tuchul nekaim limud Torah vikum mitzvot v'kelachatan lishma. If a person was able to learn the entire Torah and do all the mitzvot like they were supposed to for the sake of giving pleasure to the Creator, da'inu kedei la'asut nachat ruach liotzav arachu belvad only for that sake. As en chamtzuch then you really don't need to learn Kabbalah. Why? Because that person, the person whose soul will teach us. Because a person who 
has reached that level of lishma, giving pleasure to the Creator, can already reveal the, the secrets of the Torah to himself. There's no need to study Kabbalah because it's already revealed to you. That was the first doubt and that's how we disproved it. That's how Rav Ashlag disproved it. The second doubt, a person has to learn Gemara and Halakha before he moves on, before he starts learning Kabbalah. It's true, that's exactly right. You have to learn. That's how, it's what it's supposed to be. When is that being said? When does it apply that you have to learn Halakha and Gemara first? If you were already able to reach a level of doing of learning Torah and doing mitzvot for the sake of giving pleasure to the Creator, or or even if it's not for the sake of pleasure to the Creator, if you're inside or you're within the three to five years, according to different uh, uh, opinions, but if you're past those three to five years, the Brayta warns you that you're never going to see a good sign for the Torah that you're studying right now. Like we said before, so therefore, Rav Ashtag says, according to this first doubt and second doubt it's proven, you should try learning Kabbalah if you're past those three to five years and you're not finding any luck. But of course, three to five years is the minimum, I mean the maximum for learning Torah and to see if you're able to get to Lishma. Now we're at Chavzayim. You also have to know there are two parts in the wisdom of truth that we were talking about before, which is Kabbalah. There are two parts. The first part, the hidden parts of the Torah, the secret parts of the Torah. You're only allowed to reveal these parts of the Torah through hints, not, not um, uh, explicitly saying these, these secrets. From a wise Mekubal, a person who knows Kabbalah and is Baki uh, Kabbalah, and a person who is able to receive the knowledge and can understand with his knowledge, as in he can understand through the hints what the Mikubal was talking about. And the uh, creation of the world and the design of the chariot, the creation of the chariot of Hashem, the Creator, is also within this Sitre uh, Torah. So that's the first part. The first part of Chochmat Emet, the first part of Kabbalah, Sitre Torah, secrets and uh, um, hidden parts of Kabbalah. And the, the sages of the Zohar call this part of the Torah B'Shem Gimel Sefirot Rishonot, the first three Sefirot. Keter Chochmah Bina, literally, um, Crown, wisdom, and intelligence. I might be mistranslating, so if you have a better translation, please let me know. Or you can call it the Rosh. It's the head. This is the head of the Svirot, the head of the uh, Kabbalah, you can say, the head of Chokhmat Haimet. So, what's the second part? The second part of Chokhmat Haimet, Hu Hanikra Ta'amei Torah. It's called the tastes or the reason. Of the Torah. Shemutah legaruta. This part of the Torah is permitted to reveal. You're allowed to reveal this part of the Torah. Vegam mitzvah gdola legaruta. Rav Ashag is not only saying that it's permitted to reveal them, he says it's a mitzvah. You are commanded, you are supposed to reveal this part of the Torah. 
And in the Zohar, what do they call this part of the Torah? B'Shem, Sheva Sefirot Tachtoniot Shel HaParzuf, the seven lower Sefirot of the Parzuf, literally means face, but the system. So right now we have the head, which is Sitre Torah, and now we have the body, which is Tame Torah. So Sitre Torah, Tame Torah, all of it together, Chochmat HaEmet, the wisdom of truth. In every system and system of holiness, every single one has ten sefirot. Hanikraot, and they're called Keter Chochma Bina Chesed Tiferet Chod Yesod Malchut. Right? We all know this. If we're a little bit into this wisdom, you could also check out VitalTransformation.org to find out more about this and to study more. But Rav Ashak is introducing us the ten sefirot. So let's see what he's going to use them for. The first three sefirot, the first three are called the head. And the lower seven are called uh, the body. So let's split them up one more time. Keter, Chochma, and Bina are considered the head. Chesek, Burat, Tiferet, Netzach, Chod, Yesod, and Malchut are considered the body. And even within the soul of a person in this world, has also this person in this world who has a soul in his soul has also these ten parts with their names as in Keter Ad Malchut. Every single aspect, whether it's in the upper worlds, whether it's in the lower worlds, like it's explained in the, with their reasons, like I'm going to explain in the Sefer, which is Talmud Esrachas which you can find on VitalTransformation.org. The reason, why are the seven lower sefirot, chesed, gvura, tiferet, netzachod, yesod, malchut. Why are they called the body? It's a very good question. Why are they called the body? I'm sorry, not why they are called. The, why are they called tamei Torah? Why are they called the reasons or the tastes of the Torah? Usodakatuv. It's from the pasuk, the secret of the pasuk that says in Eov, chech ochel itam. The chech, which is a part of your mouth, will taste food. The, the chech, if I'm not mistaken, is the roof of your mouth. Right, okay, the roof of your mouth. So if you go above the roof of your mouth, is your head. The top of your mouth, and you go up, it's your head. Biologically. The light that is revealed under the three uh, first sefirot, which are called rosh, the light that's revealed below these Three below the head, as in the body, is called ta'amim. It's called in Kabbalah ta'amim. Ta'amim are a part of the Torah which are not written in the Sefer Torah. They're written in the Tikkun Korim, which you can see. I actually have um, this sheet right here. You can maybe see. If not, I don't know. Maybe I don't know uh, if you can see it. But there are different ta'amim that we have in the Torah. The melody that we use to read um, the Torah has notes. There are notes, musical notes. And these notes are connoted by the Ta'amim. And so the Ta'amim is also a word that we use to describe a certain light in Kabbalah. And the light that is revealed below the three upper Sifirot is called Ta'amim. So I know it's a lot of vocabulary and a little bit abstract ideas, 
or philosophical ideas, but just stay with me. So now we know Ta'amim is the name for the light that's below the first three sefirot. If it's below the first three sefirot, we know is the seven sefirot. And if these are called Ta'amim, now we know why it's called Ta'amei Torah, the reasons of the Torah or the tastes of the Torah. Vamalchut derosh, the malchut of the head, as in the last sefira of the first three sefirot, is called mechuna chech. It's called the roof of the mouth. So now we understand the pasuk which says chech ochelitam, the roof of the mouth. It will taste food. How do we see this? Rav Asher explains. That's why it's called the reasons or tastes of the Torah. They're revealed from, starting from, the malchut, the, the uh, roof of the mouth, of the head. Which is considered the source of all the reasons and all the tastes. Which is the malchut of the head. From that point and and lower, it's not physically the roof of your mouth. It's a spiritual idea that is represented by the physical roof of your mouth. And so from that point and below, you're allowed to reveal that part. And just the, just the opposite, even more so. It's a very big reward to reveal it, that it's so big, there is no end to the reward that you get for revealing this part of the Torah. So now let's review Ta'amei Torah are the reasons or the tastes of the Torah. And Sitrei Torah are the secret hidden parts of the Torah that you're not allowed to reveal unless you have a Mekubal, a person who is, is a master in this Kabbalah and can give it over in a way that's only in hints. And the student that he gives it over to knows how to take the hints and take the Torah out of the hints. So it's a very specific uh, way of revealing this part of the Torah. That's the first part. The second part, Tamei Torah, is totally allowed to be revealed. So now we know, still in Kavzayin, at the end, the first Sefirot, and the last seven, that we're talking about, they're separated. Or in the entire, if we're talking generally, as in, it's split up in general, and it's split up in uh, specific. Right? It's the first three and the last seven. They're totally sp- split. They're totally separate. So now we know in Kabbalah, in this Limud, uh, in this Chokhmah, in this wisdom, that every Sefira has its own ten Sefirot. So now Rav Ashtag wants us to look at the Malchut of Asiya, which is where we are. We're in Asiya, Asiya. We're in Malchut, Malchut. In the Malchut of Asiya, there are also three first Sefirot, which is the head. So if we look at that head of Malchut, the Sitre Torah is related to that part. So let's, let's, let's clear it up. Malchut, we know, is the last Sefirah. If we look in Malchut, which also has ten Sefirot, the first three is Keter Chuchma and you would think because Malchut is the last Sefirah, the Keter Chochma Bina of Malchut should be okay to reveal. Rav Ashtak says, no, it's not just generally in the 10 Sefirot. It's also specific within each Sefirah of every Sefirah. In Keter Chochma Bina of every Sefirah that ever is, it's not allowed to be revealed. Because it's called Sitre Torah. Asur Legalotan. Vesheva Sefirot HaTachtinot Shebeketer Derosh HaTzilut. But now we can go the other way. We said it's okay to reveal which part? The Ta'amei Torah, the, the seven lower sefirot. 
So now if we look at the highest point, which is Keter of the world of Atzilut, because we know that there are four worlds. There is Atzilut, there's five worlds, Adam Kadmon, which we don't really talk about in this world. Atzilut, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, which is, um, Atzilut is the highest one. So if we look at the Keter, we look at the crown, the highest point of Atzilut, and we look at the seven Sefirot within Keter of Atzilut, it's okay to reveal that. Why? Because it's the seven Sefirot. We already said the seven Sefirot is okay to reveal. And Rav Asher is telling us it's not just Beklal, it's not just the seven general Sefirot, it's also every seven Sefirot of every Sefirah. Is reminding us that this is very famous in the uh, books of Kabbalah that in Sefirot there's Sefirot within Sefirot so it's a never ending uh, um, system and these seven are, are and the seven and the three together ten exist in every single Sefirah it's not just one general uh, system the system exists within a system and there's a system within that system it's never ending so now we're up to Kafret. So now we, so far we've established the vocabulary and the idea and the split between Sitre Torah, the hidden part of the Torah, and Tame Torah, the reasons or the tastes of the Torah which are mutar to, which are allowed to be revealed and you should reveal it. Mitzvah Lagarota. And so the source, we're in Ot Kafret, Timsam Mesachim. Rav Ashtag never gives over Torah without a source, at least from what I've seen so far in this introduction. The source of what I just said, Rav Ashag is saying, is from Masech Psachim. The Amrin Hashem, it says in Masech Psachim, Dav Kuf Yud Tet Amud Aleph, Ketiv in Yeshayahu, it says in a Pasuk, Vaya Sechra Ve'etnen HaKodesh LaHashem, Lo Yachzer Ve'lo Yachsan, Ki Im Yoshvim Lifni Hashem, Yihaz Sochera, Le'echol L'Savaa, U'Lemachase Atik V'Chule. So Rav Ashag is going to look at the last part of the Pasuk, which says, and the cover of the old one. The whole pasuk is talking about, um, really it's a complicated pasuk, I'm not sure exactly what the pasuk is talking about. The, the last part of the pasuk, the verse, is talking about something that's hidden. So what does it mean that it's hidden? What does it mean, hidden of the old one? This is the person who uh, hides or covers the things that atik mean, which is a, a, a level of a world in the spiritual world. So what is something hidden that you're not allowed to reveal? It's called Sitre Torah. That's What about the person who is allowed to reveal the hidden parts? What is that called? It's the reasons, the tastes of the Torah. So now we have two parts that are explicitly said in Masech Psachim. Rav Ashag is not just taking this from nowhere. Like he said, like he says in I think or let's not quote if I don't know the, the, the source. Tame Torah is the part that you're allowed to reveal, like it says in Psachim. So now we're going to get an explanation from the Rashbam of this uh, part of Psachim. When it says Atikumim, what is that? This is actually the creator, because it says in the verse in Daniel, which is talking about the creator. So the secrets. The hidden parts of the Torah. The, the creation of the chariot, the creation of the world, and the explanation of the name. 
כי דכתיב זה שמי לעולם, like it says in uh, ספר שמות, this is my name forever, so there are certain parts of uh, the creator's name that we're not allowed to know, we're not allowed to reveal. And so the person that is revealing, or I'm sorry, concealing, hiding, covering, you're not allowed to give over these secrets, unless it's a person who his heart worries, that's what the vocabulary, it says, his heart worries. What does that mean? You can go to Masech Chagiga because we know you're not allowed to give over secrets of the Kabbalah which is Masech Chagiga explicitly quotes that unless the person has his heart worries. So we're not sure what that means but Rab Ashlag will explain. So for here we know that the secrets of the Torah the Sitre Torah is only allowed to be given over to certain people to certain students like we explained before in a certain uh, specific way in a process that's very specific. So now the Rajbam says, Rab Ashok is quoting him, and this is what he says about certain parts of the Torah. Which is the creator we already know, as we explained. Revealed parts that he had, that he that he concealed. This, the Rashbam is saying this is what it's talking about. The person who concealed and covered the hidden parts of the Torah. They were first covered. They were concealed. Person who reveals them is merited to have what the verse says. The verse talks a lot about uh, being uh, satiated and having. Um, I think business. These are the words. So now we're going to get an explanation of Rav Ashlag of what the Rajbam just explained. From Aser Psachim. Kaftet. Now we have totally explained. The very big difference. Ben Sitre Torah. From the hidden parts of the Torah. That whoever grasps these. Sitre Torah, these hidden parts of the Torah will get this very big schar, which gets, which you can see the the reward in the uh, explanation of the Gemara. The difference between a person who reveals them, than a person who covers them and doesn't reveal them. Ah, sorry. A person who conceals the hidden parts of the Torah and does not reveal them gets this reward. A person who reveals the Tame uh, Torah, the, the uh, reasons or tastes of the Torah, gets this reward as well because you revealed them to other people. So now it's two opposites between Tame Torah and Sitre Torah. Sitre Torah, if you reveal them, I'm sorry, if you conceal them and not reveal them, you make sure that they don't get out. And they stay in where they're supposed to be, just to a mikubal and his, and his student, the Arizal, Rabbi Chaim Vital. And so many different um, duos like this. So you get an idea that Sitre Torah is supposed to be hidden. Tamet Torah is supposed to be revealed. And so it must be that there's no argument on the first verse. And so we, it just seems like we're taking out a difference between them. Asher the first way we spoke, Dorshin Sefa Dekra. We're talking about the, the, the end of the Pasuk. That's why we understand that a person who 
conceals machase atik, person who conceals the sitre Torah, he gets this reward. But it says in the pasuk that you will eat to your satiation That's talking about the tastes of the Torah, the reasons of the Torah. The roof of your mouth of food he will taste. Because the light of ta'amim, like we said before, if you remember, ta'amim is the light that's revealed below uh, below the the malchut uh, of the head, and so th- that type of light is called ta'amim. And so a person, a person who reveals this light, and this light, these lights of ta'amim are called achila. It's called eating. Which is why a person who can get this reward is talking about a person who reveals the right part of the Torah that you're allowed to reveal, which is the tastes of the Torah. Either way, you can hold as in, either way, the Sitre Torah, the hidden parts of the Torah are supposed to stay hidden and the reasons or the tastes of the Torah are supposed to be revealed. So now we're up to Ot Lamed and this will be the last one. It's a little long, but we'll get to it. So now we can answer, like we said at the beginning of the Shi'ur, the fourth and the fifth questions, the fourth and the fifth doubts. That we said in the beginning, Translate so now we know that a person who gives over we know that in the the books of Kabbalah we're not supposed to give over Sitre uh, Torah, the hidden parts of the Torah, unless the person is libodo egg, his heart worries. But that part is only talking about Sitre Torah, which is the top three sefirot, which is the head. And we don't give that over only to people who are humble and sanua, they're modest, and certain conditions that we give them over. Because it's never mentioned in any books, and it's never been written down, because that's what it's supposed to be hidden. And even more so, or just the So all these people, I'm going to give you the list, like he says, that you're allowed to, to learn about the, the Kabbalah that comes from Sefer Yitzirah, and the Zohar, Braita de Rabbi Ishmael, from Rabbi Haigaon, Rabbi Hamai Gaon, Haram and Garmiza, the all the Rishonim, uh, the certain uh, number of poskim until the Ramban, the Balaturim, and the Bal- and the person and the Rabbi who wrote the Shulchan Aruch, and uh, the Vilna Gaon, and the Gaon Miladi, which I think is the Balatanya, but I'm not sure. Vietar Tzadikim and all the other Tzadikim, their their memory should be a blessing. That from them the entire revealed Torah came. 
And from their mouths we're living because of their Torah. To know what to do to find uh, pleasure in the eyes of the Creator. All these people printed Sfarim about Kabbalah. So how can you tell me that no one ever printed Sitre Torah? And so there is no other gilui revealment of Torah, no other greater revealment of Torah than when you write a sefer. When you write a sefer, all everything is revealed, no matter who is the one who, who reads it. And so it shouldn't be a place to think that they're not doing the right thing that they did. And you can't think, you're not allowed to think, that the people who already revealed this Torah are actually talking about Sitre Torah. Everything that was ever printed in these works of Kabbalah, these works that have been printed are only about Ta'ame Torah, they're only the taste of the Torah, because we know Sitre Torah are not supposed to be revealed, they're not supposed to be revealed, they can only be revealed through a teacher and a student, in a certain way, with certain conditions. So now we know that these Farim, that these authors wrote, this whole list that Rabbi Ashla gives, I'm not going to go over it again, but the whole list that I just listed are all Sifre Kabbalah, and they all mention different parts of Kabbalah. So it must be that those Farim that reveal so much Torah to us are actually Tamit Torah. They're actually the parts that are supposed to be revealed. Because Atik Yomin, the creator, or part of the creator that is called Atik Yomin, covered them in the beginning, and then he revealed them through the secret of the Pasuk, of the verse, the roof of the mouth will eat, will taste food. Eat am. Shesodot elu. These secrets lo rak she'en isur legalotam. Ela adraba mitzvah gedola legalotam. It's not that they're not concealed. It's not that it's not allowed to be revealed. It's just the opposite. It's it's just it's a huge mitzvah to reveal this Torah, like it says in Psachim. The person who knows how to reveal this Torah and reveals this Torah, this type of Torah, the Ta'ame Torah, the Zohar, and, and uh, the Tanya, and the, the works from the Vilna Gaon, and Rav Haigon, Rav Hamaigon, and all the works of Kabbalah that are written down in these Farim. And he does this and he reveals them. His reward is very great. Because when you reveal these lights, he doesn't call these ideas, these books, these lights. When you reveal this Torah, when you reveal this wisdom, if you remember, we have the Ma'ol Shabbat Torah, the light of the Torah that returns you back, takes you back. And so when you reveal these lights that are below the Chech, remember if we said Malchut the Rosh is the bottom part of the head, and so below that are the lights that are called Ta'amim. If you reveal these Ta'amim, and you reveal it to the to the the rabim, the multitude of people, uh, everyone, not just a certain person, everyone, le rabim, to the entire community. He says that when you reveal this type of Torah, it's not just bringing these lights down and that it betters you or the person that it's learning. It 
brings the Zman Mashiach, it brings the uh, Messiah closer to this world. Amen. I'm going to review, uh, although it's the end of the Se'if, I'm going to review the fourth and fifth Safek, just so we can disprove the doubt. And Simcha Elek, There's no greater happiness than when you cancel out your doubts. So let's see the fourth and fifth. Ah, the question is, the doubt, actually. How is it possible, the, the fourth doubt, how is it possible? I'm going to read it out because it's a little bit confusing me right now. The, the mind obligates you. The Creator is good and does good. There is nothing b- bigger than Him. How can you have created something, so many creations before? Ah, so the question is, how is it possible that the Creator created so many things before this creation? Are you saying that the Creator does bad? And then he did well after that, that he failed at creating something before and now he created something new. And that's the good thing. That was the fourth doubt. The fifth doubt, Ah, <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm in the wrong introduction. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the, the doubts. Here we go. The fourth doubt. I was, I was wondering, why is this not being a doubt it seems like it's not a doubt all right yeah some things are not doubts some things are some they're totally totally different idea so the fourth doubt let's just review again it seems like i really needed this review people who even like this limud we know that so the fourth doubt is saying that not every person is can be merited to learn this type of Torah. So Rav Ashtag would answer to this fourth doubt and say, of course, you're right. But that's talking about Sitre Torah. That's talking about the parts of the Torah that are not supposed to be revealed. The parts that are supposed to be revealed, Ta'ameh Torah, should be revealed to everyone. Le Rabim, he says. That was the fourth doubt. The fifth doubt, let's disprove it. So the fifth doubt, and he says here in the beginning of the introduction, is the main doubt that everyone uses. Now look what everyone else is doing. Everyone else is not learning Kabbalah. The people who learn Torah today, this person, this person who has the doubts can say, everyone else is, is thinking the same way that I'm thinking. They're not learning the Kabbalah. And people who ask about Kabbalah, actually they answer them. People who learn people who ask about Kabbalah, they'll, they'll tell them that it's better to learn Gemara rather than learn Kabbalah. So now Rav Ashik would answer and say, if we look at uh, the Pasuk, Chech, Ochel Itam, 
that the Tamei Torah is actually the biggest reward comes from that, comes from learning that Torah. It's even greater than Gemara. So when you have a choice between the two, you should choose the Kabbalah. That's what it says in the Pasuk, so the Tamei Torah are the biggest part, and it says in Masech Sachim that the reward for that is the greatest. You'll be satiated. So now we understand the, the answer to the two doubts, the fourth and fifth doubts, we reviewed at the beginning of the shiul, the first and second doubt. And next time, hopefully, we'll get to the third doubt. But we will see. And so just to, to finalize and conclude, I guess you can say, is that, there, remember, it's a, it was a lot of vocabulary in this, in this class, in this lesson. But there are two parts to the hidden Torah, two parts to the wisdom of truth. Sitre Torah and Tame Torah. The Sitre Torah is something that you're supposed to keep hidden. Unless you have a, a teacher and a student, not you, person who has a teacher and a student, in that process with certain conditions, that's when you can reveal that type of Torah. But Ta'amei Torah, like the Zohar, the Tanya, all these different works of Kabbalah, let's say, uh, what else, from the Vilna Gaon, Matok um, Midvash on the, on the Tikkunei Zohar, Bala Sulem Rav Ashlag on the Zohar and Tikkunei Zohar, those types of works are Tamei Torah, and those are supposed to be revealed. It's a mitzvah to reveal them, and the reward that you get from revealing them is not just for yourself, but it brings the Mashiach closer, the Messiah, and bring us closer to the end of times. Amen. Thank you for listening, and all the best.